These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes. I'm John Hewlett with the mighty Favaz. Hello, Mr. Hewlett. And today we're going to do an interview that I conducted with Kenny Loggins back in 2013. So this is a seven-year-old interview. It's not a real long interview. and I don't have no idea what we were talking about. He was calling for some specific reason, and I had like one of those nine-minute windows in there in order to get right. my interview in. So it's going to be not in-depth, but, well, you know, we'll see what. He's always a good interview. He's a very nice man. He's one of the favorites of my wife. Oh, uh, yeah? She claims... And I think she's right that when he was on stage at a concert at uh, in Forest Park at the uh, the Muni, mm-hmm. that he was making eyes at her. Oh, really? And then he threw her his sweat towel. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and I had just been backstage talking to him. I think I interviewed him and then went out and, and did the stage announcement. And then I come out. And you're sitting next to her? Yeah. And oh. yeah. She's, Maybe he and you and you're saying that he knew that that was your wife companion, no, whatever. No, no. Before I even got back to the seat, the show had started. Oh, he was performing. He was already making the move. He was already ah, moving. Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Then, when I, then when I sat down next to her, I thought, yeah, I think that might be possible. Anyway, but you would have taken one for the team on that one. Absolutely. Sure. You know, he's a Casey classic artist. Sure. And then uh, also when my <laughs> oldest daughter, <laughs> uh, my oldest daughter Olivia, got married. One of the songs we were, two of his songs we were deciding between for our first dance, father-daughter dance. I mm-hmm. mean. And one was House at Pooh Corner, which mm-hmm. is a song she remembers I played for her when she was a little kid. Right. And a song called Forever, which is a song about, you know, uh, saying, I'll love you forever. Oh. So we, we, when I talked to Kenny Loggins uh, that year, which was 2019 or 2018, mm-hmm. I had him, I asked him to decide which of those two songs would be oh. the best one. And he decided for us what song we should dance to, Father Daughter. Did he dance. say House on Pooh Corner? Yes. Yeah, that's right. That. That, that's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and also Kristen Lewis, the Casey marketing director, absolutely is crazy bonkers for uh, Kenny Loggins. Yeah. So she'll, she'll enjoy this too. And just about every woman I went out with back in the 70s, 80s, loved him too. You mean the hundreds of them love yes. that? Yeah, love, love that him? guy. Oh, okay. They love Kenny Loggins. All right. All right. So anyway, here we go. This is, uh, again, interview from 2013, me and Kenny Loggins. Kenny, this is Casey Radio. We've been playing album-oriented rock since 1967. We're the oldest FM album rock station still alive in the United States of America. We still play Loggins and Messina quite regularly, especially on our on our special shows. Uh, we uh, still play Kenny Loggins solo music and uh, really buttering him up here. Oh yeah, you were whatever. setting on table. Yep tell you you're you're one of my favorites you're one of my family's favorites which leads me to what you're all about here and why you're calling us today you have put out a a christmas family book about the story of uh frosty the snowman oh boy (laughs) i can't wait to hear this (laughs) oh man jeez yeah that's pretty uh pretty weak i i hope you asked does he talk about casey here because I don't give a shit about Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> What's that uh, comedian's uh, song? Frosty the Snowman was Jesus Christ's best friend. He stayed there into, dun, 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 until the very end. Or melted until the very end or something. I got to learn that. Frosty the Snowman, it's the, the book are the, is the lyrics of the song, illustrated by Wade Zaharis. Um, for those of you who don't know his work, Babe Zaharis, she was a she was yeah, a, she was a baseball player. Yeah. No, golfer. And golfer. Oh, and golfer. No, wait, no, just golfer. 
No, she also she was, oh she was a, she she was an Olympic athlete in some other sport too. Yeah, she was the Babe Ruth of yeah. the female gender back That's in right. the day. Yeah. You know, he sounds like uh, Dennis DeYoung. Listen to this. Google him, Z A H A R E S, an amazing illustrator. Gorgeous. Don't you think so? A little bit, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, pictures and a reinvention of the classic Frosty the Snowman. And then the, how I got into it is the Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary. Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary, as opposed to Dennis DeYoung's Mr. Roboto. No. Yeah. So, yeah, there's Same. a connection. Yeah, they're connected somehow. I don't know. <laughs> Has his own publishing imprint now. And he mm. called me and said, we'd love for you to sing Frosty the Snowman, and we'll put the music... In a, on a CD in the back of the book. So it's both the visuals of Wade Zaharis and then the, my reinvention of Frosty and two other classic songs. He reinvented Frosty. Oh, boy. In the back of the book. Now, Kenny, this is not the first time you ventured... Kenny, I can't believe you're doing this and ruining your further your, your right. reputation even further. Come on! ...into uh, 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 music for, for, for kids. Well, actually, no, it's not. I, I started 20 years ago... When I reinvented a song I wrote called House of Pooh Corner, mm-hmm. um, added a new third verse to it and call it Return to Pooh Corner, and that launched me into the first children's album, which is actually parents' music disguised as children's music. Um, classic rock things that I've reinvented in into this format by keeping the production simple, and um, it's worked really well. Return to Pooh Corner is over 2 million units now, so That's amazing. it's done wow. really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with Kenny Loggins. Kenny, can you check and see what Kenny Loggins is worth, Favaz? Yes, I will, John. Magical app mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I have nothing negative to say about you except this, okay? When you and uh, Jim Messina reunited, you didn't come to St. Louis. I'm sorry, but we, we skipped it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know you were you know that tour was very successful and was in great demand, and I, I what well, I guess just just some places you just couldn't get to or what? No, it, it was yeah. Well, actually, we only had a limited amount of time, but it was uh, promoted. Oh five was a national promoter, and so we just went to the halls they owned. Oh, I see. oh, I see. So the national promoter just just took them to their venues. Yeah. Kept uh, all kept all the money in yeah. house. He's worth twenty one uh, twenty million, by the way. Oh, wow. Kenny Loggins. I would have thought a little more than that because yeah. he's had a lot of hits. Yeah. See. Yeah. So it wasn't had some divorces too, though. Yeah. Got to remember like, those. We, we didn't really choose where we were going. We just cut a promotion deal with the the national promotion company, and then and then headed out there. Well, could that ever happen again? Could you two ever get together? Yeah. Again? No, we're we're friends. We get along great. And, right. And um, we could do that again. It's. Um, and we kick it around every now and then. Yeah, uh, and I know you were here uh, as, as you know as your solo artist uh, not too long ago. I believe it was a Friday night. You were in Chesterfield, Missouri, and the weather, the skies opened up and just poured like the Dickens on you uh-huh. out there. But uh, he doesn't remember that at all. He's I've, like, uh-huh. I've been rained yeah. out a bunch of times, yeah. dude. Shut Come on, up. shut up. <laughs> um, you know all the all the years of your of your music. You know uh, the, the the music continues to live after all these years. Does that validate to you that yes, you know we did something right? Uh, you know, music that stands the test of time. It was which is difficult for, for music to do these days because there's so many options out there, says a lot about the music, doesn't it, about what you did. I appreciate that. No, it's, you know, I, the stuff I, I write... I think I just paid him the ultimate compliment. You are so kiss-assy in this interview. Kiss-assy. Unreally. Johnny Kiss-assy. Johnny kiss <laughs> I, I write on purpose. You know, I write it from the heart. It's not just a collection of pop tunes. So, you know, I, I appreciate that people have adopted my music to be parts of their lives. And, and that's, I have to respect that. 
You also um, go ahead. And then when I come to town, I try to bring those elements to the show. You know, I want people to hear what they came to the show for. Mm-hmm. Kenny, uh, you also went that through that period of time in your career where you uh, you were very successful with the with the movie soundtracks, uh, Danger Zone and and uh, and uh, Caddyshack, and and you purposely wrote those songs to be what they became, which were anthems for you know uh, parties or uh, sporting events. You hear them at a lot of sporting events and stuff, so it worked for you, right? Well, it sure does. I mean, the, and it's incredibly lucky that I somehow hooked up with iconic movies from that era. You know, uh, Top Gun, Footloose, even Caddyshack. Those movies were just, you know, Top Gun and Caddyshack, two of the biggest movies of all time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I mean, when when you do something like that, I mean, I guess there is a little risk involved because there are many songs on... Movie soundtracks that just go nowhere. Yeah, right. They go they, absolutely nowhere. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, his his didn't. It's like the the top of the game of that era. <laughs> Bill it Murray and, and Chevy Chase and Rodney Dangerfield and that stuff holds up. You can still go to a party and somebody will quote a line from Caddyshack. Yes, <laughs> oh, absolutely. We're speaking with Kenny I Loggins. Got that going for me. <laughs> Which he just did, Kenny. Um, uh, you had the career with Jim Messina, then you had your solo career, and now you're doing what you're doing now. And a lot of artists will say, you know, what I'm doing now is the best stuff I've ever done. But you've had some major accomplishments and some major phases in your career. Is there one phase that you could say was your favorite? Um, you know, I wish I could help you there, but the truth is, I have a bunch of favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, Loggins and Messina was a great time. You, you, it's hard to to top the beginning of your career and the, the rush of, you know, we were playing a small club one day and a month later we were playing arenas. Mm-hmm. You know, and that very first Kenny Loggins, that Loggins-Messina album, the very first one, was meant to be a Kenny Loggins solo album. Really? Jim Messina was just supposed to be the producer and the guy who's going to be like the the uh, father figure to help Kenny Loggins start his career and move on. But they ended up having such magic together and they started, sounded so good together. And the record sales started to happen that uh, the record company said, Hey, why would we take a chance with this guy just being a solo artist? When right. Together. You two are fantastic. So what, how, how many records ended. did they have out together? Oh, uh, I want to say at least six or seven. Wow. That many. Yeah. Oh, I five, had five no or idea. six, five wow. or six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, in the '70s, you couldn't turn on the radio and not hear uh, a Loggins and Messina song. Right. You know, that's how that's, popular that's they neat. were. And then Loggins, of course, on this, a solo artist in the '80s, you couldn't turn on the radio and not hear right. him. Exactly. And then he had that run. With Footloose. Them. We forgot about Footloose. Footloose. We were talking about Top Gun and Caddyshack. Footloose might be the the bigger than both of them. Yeah. And then he ended up having this association with Michael McDonald of St. Louis. Right. And they had that big hit. This is it. It was right. called. And uh, this another, is it. Yeah. And and Kenny Loggins wrote. Uh, what a fool believes that the Dewey Brothers ended up. He wrote that. Yeah, I did not know that. That the Dewey Brothers, with Michael thank you, McDonald, Godfather. thank you, Godfather. Yeah, recorded and had a huge hit with that. Uh, and thanks, in very much in part to the FM open formats of that era. Um, and then um, you know, going solo, I was an opening act for Fleetwood Mac and sang with Stevie Nicks on "Whenever I Call You Friend." Ah, uh, yeah, you got to. Ah, that's you right. You can't tell me those two didn't hook yeah, up. Yeah, I want to know. Does he talk yeah, about it here? I don't know if I. Got to that or Come not. on. But, you did know, you say, did you do cause, it? Because she, she was all over the music. Yeah, she business. was. She was, she was horn dog. She liked the boys. She liked the boys. Mm-hmm. And he was like one of the best looking guys out there. Yeah, so he was know. a good looking dude. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. recorded that song together, Whenever I Call You Friend. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, of course, you know, you mentioned the, the whole 80s thing with the, the movie stuff and winning the Grammys with Mike McDonald. And, um, 
you know, there's just moments I'm very grateful for the career I've had and continue to have. You know, I started a new band three years ago uh, with Gary Burr and Georgia Middleman out of Nashville, and Gary's in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. We write everything together as a trio. We're called Blue Sky Writers, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's going over really well. So it is. You know, it's no, it's <laughs> Yeah, actually, it's not Kenny, but. <laughs> A lot of fun to get to reinvent myself in the form of a band and, you know, get to do that all over. It's like, you know, the dream you had when you were, when you were a kid of, you know, hey, guys, let's start a band. Yeah, that's, that's a, you know, another thing about Kenny, yeah, it's got to be mentioned here, uh, a lot of facelifts. Yes, he's had a lot of work done. To the point where you'll see I didn't pictures of him. him. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see pictures of him, you go, who is that guy? Yeah, in fact, when I looked him up on uh, his net worth, they showed some of the pictures, and I was just like, wow. Yeah. I, I just can't believe it. It's become wildly successful. It just keeps happening, huh? Yeah, it's really fun. We're speaking with Kenny Loggins. So, Kenny, where can people find Frosty the Snowman and, and, and this uh, new project you're involved in? Anywhere where fine books are sold. Yes, so oh, it, fine it, books are sold. Mm. It is a great classic story, you know, Frosty the Snowman with music accompanying. So if you if you like to read to your kids during the holidays and you want some music there to go with it, this is a good one. Kenny, do you do you remember anything at all about St. Louis and uh, in those early days uh, uh, of of KC Radio coming out? We were, we were I don't know if you remember we had a little uh, shack radio station out there uh, in Crestwood, Missouri. I have pictures of you there with us back in the seventies, but I'll, I'm just curious if if there's you know it's just too cloudy back there for you to remember all that. Well, stuff. there was a lot of smoke clouding things up, as I recall. <laughs> uh, a little pot joke there. Yeah, hey, 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 he's See? funny. He's funny. <laughs> Especially, you know, FM, FM jocks in those days, and I believe you were one of them, uh, they liked to hang out outside and play the long cuts. So they, Angry Eyes and a couple other Loggins and Messina cuts were in heavy rotation back then. Absolutely. Play the long Speaking cuts. of Angry Eyes, here it is on KC95. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you. There you all go. Right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Angry eyes. That makes me think of. That's a great song. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a seven minute track. Mm-hmm. And I remember playing trilogy, which is three songs off the sitting in album that was like thirteen minutes long. That that was also one of those we mm-hmm. put on. We had to go to the bathroom. Or whatever, <laughs> so you never forget those as a as right, an old seventies yeah. DJ. You yeah, remember the long tracks? No, sure. I just I, you know for me, I just remember putting on some of the uh, you know the longer songs on CD. Yeah, to take a poop. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Kenny Loggins from 2013 on the Casey Tapes, episode 102. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man and on Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. See you on the radio. Favaz saying so long. Farewell, AMF. Bye. The Casey Tapes with you, Man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.